0: And welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast The podcast where we learn about people I'm Aaron Max and today's episode I am so super psyched about Um, This person has just been crushing it in the music industry You cannot get a ticket to this girl's shows She is just hotter than anything Uh, She's on her world tour right now Performed in New York earlier this month I am talking about recording artist Lord. Thank you for coming to the podcast today.
1: Thank you. Thank Uh, you.
0: I I know you were just here in New York. Uh, What brings you back?
1: Oh, music. You know, playing various shows. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. You just uh, did a couple nights at the Barclay Center. How was that performing there?
1: It was great. It was great because it's, it's near a park, so I had the opportunity to, in between songs, go out into the park and... Gaze up at the stars, which you you can't really see from the Barclays Center. That's something I, wa- I want to speak with them about. The lights are beautiful, but when you look up at the sky, you can't see the stars.
0: Yeah, uh, generally, uh, indoor coliseums, you, you're not going to be able to see the stars. They're generally covered, mm-hmm. you know, protect you from rain. I mean, it was early April when you were performing, and it was quite cold then.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, but... Uh, the stars aren't afraid of, of the cold, so uh, neither, neither am I.
0: Oh, Okay. Uh, so, so you like to be out in the elements. What, what about being outside helps your music?
1: Mm, well, the leaves, they all, if you look closely at leaves, they have, they have these veins. And if you look closely at your arm, they also have veins. So you can really see the connection right off the bat.
0: Uh, so you you like to be in nature mm-hmm. and uh, perform out in nature, you're saying?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I because I am nature. We all are nature.
0: Uh, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so uh, being in this city must be a little rough for you then because this is about as far from nature as you can be. A mm-hmm. um, lot of industrial noises, a lot of gases in the air. Uh, what do you do to keep yourself, like still in touch with nature, even if you're away from it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I see everything as nature. So the cement, which some people would say, oh, that's not nature. I would say, well, where do you think it came from? Where do you think it came? It, you know, it, it came from rocks, which came from planets, which came from stars.
0: Wow, Planet? you're getting really deep there. Mm-hmm. You're thinking pre-earth. like Earth. Back to, like, Big Bang, uh, When Everything Collected. Mm-hmm. That That's that's kind of deep when you think about it. I mean, you can kind of sense that in your music, too, though. You have kind of an abstract way of thinking, and uh, your lyrics are very uh, metaphorical. I don't know if that's the proper term, but you, you do think of, like, bigger, like, societal and, like metaphysical things in your lyrics what inspires you when you're writing songs
1: well i would say that anything and everything inspires me so that's why it takes so long for me to make an album because i sit there and i think i have a song idea For looking at this wall. I have a song idea for looking at this wall in this new moment. I have a song idea for looking at this wall in this new moment thinking about how I have so many song ideas. And it's just the narrowing down of all of the little universes that happen throughout the day, you're crushing a whole universe when you narrow it down. So how do you even do that?
0: I mean, to tell you the truth, if I had the same songwriting process as you, I would never get anything done because it seems like you're thinking about so many things at once that how do you narrow it down to just like a three-minute song?
1: Mm. Well, it, it's a very difficult process that it, it takes a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of staring at my journals and, and, and reading them again and, and visualizing them again and saying, do I really want to scrape deeper inside myself to explore this idea, or do I want to throw it in the fire? Which, by the way, uh, I've learned that you're not allowed to uh, light things on fire in New York and throw them in the street. Uh, and that was that was a new experience.
0: Did for me. you uh, get in trouble for lighting fires in New York City?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, because it's part of my process. It's part of my my creative processes. Some pages, uh, they they go out into the world as, as fully formed sonic beings, and some things go up in flames.
0: Okay. Well, did you do you find you get run into a little bit of legal issue there? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I I didn't hear about it, so obviously something was hushed about this incident, but. Uh, how, how do you get around that kind of stuff?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I, I spent the night at a correctional facility, I believe that it, it's called, and I carved some poetry into a, a cement wall, and I, uh, you know, took a, a very interesting down-home shit in a small toilet while a lot of other people were around, and then at the, the next day I left, and and that was that.
0: Wow. I mean, kudos to you for not, like, it getting into the tabloids and such. I mean, I, I know they're always kind of on your trail, you being a celebrity. They always kind of want to find the juicy stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I guess it's out now. Like
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, I'm totally transparent. So I, they, I feel like they're they're less prying because they're just like, there she is. There is her beating heart on her album. We don't need to eviscerate her beating heart because it's there.
0: Very understandable. So, I want to take it back a bit. Because you weren't born with the name Lord. Uh, you, you picked the name, or your birth name is uh, Ella Yelich O'Connor. Uh, you claimed that you chose the name Lord because you were fascinated with royals and uh, with, like, uh, royal families and that kind of stuff. Explain that a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you think you know. Some people we look at and we're like, uh, "Put a crown on that baby." And I just thought, "Why is that happening?" And then, but then I also felt this pull to uh, the color purple, which is a royal color. Uh, yeah. So primarily, it was it was mostly I was a fan of of the color purple.
0: The color purple, like the actual pigment, mm-hmm. or or the, no, okay, so not like the play?
1: The pigment, yes, I I'm not familiar with the play.
0: Uh fair enough. Uh, so do you, do you find yourself wearing a lot of purple? I know you, you're always kind of dressed in a lot of black colors. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, purple is, is my private color. I you, just wear it around the house.
0: Your private color? Mm-hmm. Do, yes. do, do, you, do you have a lot of, like, things that you don't allow? Because you said you're transparent, mm-hmm. but do you have a lot of things that you keep private to yourself?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep mirrors very private. I uh, The mirrors that are in my home, I don't take them out of my home. I
0: know, mean, I, just, I, I could imagine that mm-hmm. would be difficult in the first place.
1: Mm-hmm. Same with my sofas. Same with my 42-inch screen TV. That's also very private.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, as with the other things, those are large items to move. It, I could imagine you, you'd want to keep them inside your house. But uh, a private color? That, that seems a little... Um, odd.
1: Because when I go out into the world, I I only wear black because I, I just want people to be focused on the music, focus on the sonic being that I am, and not be focused on oh, what is this color? Oh, is it the color purple that I am familiar with? Is it a different, is it a mauve? Is it a, a periwinkle? I don't you know Too many thoughts
0: Very understandable Now you've been recently quoted In an interview that Because um, you, you're talking about Your performances right now You said that In your performances You like to like Keep them all about the music And less about like Dancing And you said that A lot of uh, performers These days uh, Especially female performers Most of their uh, Stage performances Have a lot Are about shock value And stuff And you try to like Stray away from Your contemporaries In that manner
1: mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. I don't want anyone to be surprised by anything that they see when they come to my concert, so I actually send out a full agenda to everyone who purchases tickets so that they with all of the sound cues, with uh, what I will be wearing, links to where you can buy them at Old Navy if you choose to come dressed in the same outfit as me. Uh, I send them a list of all of the soap and shampoo i will be using leading up to it so they they can expect how i will smell i just i don't want anything to be a surprise
0: yeah you seem very transparent uh, now so you don't want to keep that stuff private even down to your toiletries mm. um, why keep a private color like i'm i'm still i'm still a little stuck on the fact that you said you have a private color
1: mm-hmm, because we all need something for ourselves and for me when I felt that deep personal connection with the color purple I thought to myself this is me this is not for consumption this is not something that I need to explain even while I am explaining it you don't really know what's in my heart about it unless you know what you're interpreting and then that's just you knowing what's in your own heart about it.
0: Now, it's interesting that you had such strong uh, feelings at such a young age, you were signed to a major record label in your early teens as Lord, and I'm sure like that's when you decided on your name as Lord. Uh, that's a lot of big ideas for such a -- I mean, right now you're the youngest guest we've had on the show. You're only 21 right now. Where does all this come from?
1: All of, all of this as in my being.
0: Or, I mean th- these large ideas about the world and society like you, you you seem to have like such a strong opinion of everything at such a young age.
1: Well, the thing is, I grew up in society, so to me, I have opinions about what was always around me and i, I now do
0: you consider yourself a grown up do you, do you mm-hmm. see yourself fully grown up already
1: i you know Being that I am the oldest that I have ever been right now, to myself, I am ancient, but also being a being in society, I've seen elderly people. I saw a woman today who had to be 90 years old, and I was like, that being is older than me, but I feel what she feels.
0: Wow, you kind of blew my mind there. I also don't know if that logic checks out. But uh, do you think that people that are older beings than you have more stronger, more right opinions than you? Or do you think that your uh, opinions, your insights are as valid as theirs?
1: I think we all have our own insights that happen across the timeline of our existence and we can't just say, I'm going to wait till this specified point on the timeline of my existence till I start putting things out there or else you will wither away and fly away before you ever get to be the physically withered old creature down the street with your walker, walking, walking.
0: You you, you, you speak very eloquently. Um, I don't know if I could have like put together words in that kind of fashion. Uh, and now your, your music makes a ton of sense to me now. I'm like, okay, this music would definitely come from this person. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about fame with you real quick because you've been seen as kind of like the anti-fame artist that like you're not about being famous. You're just about sharing your music and your opinions, and you don't really become swayed by anyone else. Uh, Why is that, and how do you keep yourself grounded like that?
1: Well, the thing is, I live inside my own head, so I don't feel what's going on in other people's minds is not what's going on in my mind. And it's not... Not that it's not important, but it's not, it doesn't impact me. I am a rock and everything around me is water where it influences me in a very light brushing way. But for it, to, for it to really change my being, I would have to be there for hundreds and hundreds of years like the Grand Canyon. Like maybe if I was the Grand Canyon, I would be influenced by fame
0: fair enough I, I uh, totally believe that uh, if you were it does like now, now I'm thinking about it like what would it be like to be as old as the Grand Canyon and what wisdom would you be able to like share like the things that we don't think about the things like a tree what is a tree seen in its lifetime wow now I'm talking like you mm. uh, this has been amazing all right, I think this is a good point to move on to our next part of our show, where we do a little bit of a speed round of questions. Oh, yes. Uh, we like to play a couple games on this show. The first game we like to play is Fuck, Mary Kill. Are you familiar with that game?
1: Oh, yes, yes. Okay. I love this game. Okay, <laughs>
0: well, I'm going to give you three names, and you tell me which category each goes into. Okay. The first name, Sia. The second name, Adele. Third name, Robin.
1: Mm. Well, this is, as much as I love this game, it's always such a huge challenge because everyone that I've ever heard of, I want to fuck, marry, and kill. It's just I would like to do it all at once. So parsing those feelings out is, is very tricky for me. Um, but I would say that I would marry Sia because I feel like we could really build something experimental, And moving together uh, and that we would also like to live in the country but like close enough where you could take a day trip into the city Uh, I would like to uh, fuck Robin uh, because I just think she would be good at it because she has a lot of good beats you know like she's rhythm rhythmic Uh, and that would mean I would need to kill Adele uh, which I would not want to do, but I would be honored to kill Adele, if you know what I mean. No, I because mean. If she, someone has
0: to do it. I mean, she has earned a ton of awards. I mean, I don't know if there's anything more she can do in her life.
1: Besides be killed. Yeah. Mm.
0: Uh, give her the John Lennon departure. Alright, well, the next game we like to play here on the show is a little bit of word association. Mm-hmm. And basically, I will say a word, and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Oh, okay. The first word. King. Lord. Castle. Crow. Queen. Sin. Moat.
1: Boat. Crown.
0: Crown.
1: Spam. Duke. Hazard.
0: Princess. Peach. Knight, Time. Music. Love. All right. Well, that's about all we have time for today. I want to thank Lord for coming out here again. Lord, is there anything you want to say to our audience before you head out?
1: I just want to say that wherever you are in your being know that that is where you are and someday you will be somewhere else but it will all just be one eternal rising day so be well and uh, remember to to, to tip well that's something else I needed to learn when I moved to America tip tip your waitresses well
0: alright sound advice thank you again for coming out here and thank you all for listening and we will see you all next time Thank you again for listening to the Yes and I Am podcast. This podcast was completely improvised, so instead of having the actual Lord here today, it has been my buddy, Laura Murley. How's it going, Laura?
1: Good. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, wow. You're so much louder now. (laughs) That's me. Laura, uh, now I'm confused because you both have L names. Uh, Lord was so soft-spoken there.
1: Yeah, uh, I, that's how I picture her. I haven't seen her much in interviews. I really am not sure what she sounds like.
0: <laughs> it's fair enough. I'm not sure a lot of our listeners know actually how Lord sounds like. I do imagine her as a whispery person.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, why was Lord so like existential in her like thoughts?
1: Well, she has a lot of really existential lyrics. I don't... I have such a bad memory, so I don't remember them exactly, but I know she said something about, like, looking down from a plane and seeing cars like veins and stuff like that.
0: That sounds like her lyrics.
1: Yeah, and I do every once in a while see her on Twitter, and she'll say some really um, existential stuff, but... I also want to say I do think she genuinely is really smart. So making, fun, I am making fun of her, but like I do oh, no. think she's genuinely really smart. <laughs> I,
0: I, we have done people on this show that I very much adore, like as artists and performers. But you know, so so sometimes like y- y- you gotta think like these celebrities are a little bit on the crazy train.
1: Yeah, and it's just, like, fun, too. I like to um, imagine that they're all on the crazy train. I like to read ClickHole a lot, especially the quotes that they have. Do you read ClickHole? I
0: I see it on Facebook. I Mm -hmm. see it. people post it. Do you
1: read it when you see it posted?
0: (laughs) I mean, sometimes. I I, I don't like to be that guy that says, I read this thing, but all I read was the headline. Mm.
1: Well, the cool thing about ClickHole is it. Some of it is just the headline, and some of it is an article, but even when it is an article, it's very short, so really, you got it from the headline.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. So, Laura, you're a uh, improviser, comedian here in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you said you also have your own podcast. What's that all about?
1: It's called How to Be Less Awkward. It's where I talk to people about times that they did something really awkward, felt really awkward... You know, stuff like that. No requirement to be a comedian, but a lot of the guests ended up being that. Um, in part, just because, like, once you start doing this yourself, it's hard to meet other humans.
0: Fair <laughs> enough. And, yeah. Is there any crazy stories that you've had on the show that, like, you could give our listeners a little taste of?
1: A little taste. Um, well, Chris Duffy, who's really great, um, he... Uh, told me a little bit about how he went on this um, hiking trail and he didn't realize that he got what's the opposite of the bends the bends is like when you're under ground yeah. for scuba diving what's when you oh altitude sickness
0: yeah so he, that you can't there's like no air to breathe
1: or the the air is so thin yeah. that it like fucks you up. Can mm-hmm. I say fuck on this? Yeah, okay. no, we
0: do have a game called Fuck Mary Kill.
1: Oh you're right. <laughs> <laughs> My memory is really a plus. Um <laughs> that's why it's good to just like do certain types of comedy where you can just make stuff up on the spot because if you live like a fish like existence where it's all a new moment, that's okay. You're just still making stuff up. <laughs> of course.
0: So um, altitude sickness. Okay,
1: so he didn't realize he had altitude sickness. Um and he was on this hike with his wife and his wife's friend, and he thought he just needed to take a step to the side uh, to pee, so he went to do that, and he just, like, shit himself, like, crazy. Whoa! Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> that that, that and, took a hard left turn, then.
1: Yeah, because I, I guess apparently that sickness, like, also makes you a little uneasy in the bowels. And they they were really high up, so he couldn't just go down the mountain, so he took off his long johns, threw them in the woods, and he was still, like, you know, kind of out of it and still had shit on him in certain parts. So to kind of throw them off the trail that he was covered in shit, he kept, like, making himself fall thinking he was being sly and being like oh my god i think i keep landing and stuff Oh no! <laughs> like, as they were hiking wow. uh, he was throwing himself on the ground and being like what's that what's that and they were like yeah it really does smell like you landed in something
0: <laughs> wow uh i'm thankful that uh that hasn't happened to me i have had my own awkward moments yeah. i am sure <laughs> um but generally they're like more antisocial and less shitting my pants mm. <laughs> but yeah no so you got your podcast anything else you have going on in the city these days
1: well this is uh, more of a, a internet thing but i uh on youtube i have a channel youtube.com slash laura murley comedy uh L A U R A M E R L I uh and I also I do uh two stand up shows regularly uh with my friend Amama one's called Epic and one's at the Sampler in uh Bushwick so yeah look out for those
0: and lastly is there a place where people can find all your dates and details if they want to come out and see your comedy and all that fun stuff
1: Oh, I, so I've been bad at posting dates here, but I do have a lot of stuff on lauramurleycomedy.com.
0: All right. to
1: start posting dates there.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you again for coming out here, Laura. Thank you. I'd also like to thank uh, artist Regulus for the use of our theme music. It's his song Yarning. Go check him out. Also, we're on Instagram. Go check us out. We're at YesAndIam. Go ch- There's lots of fun stuff there. We post pictures, behind-the-scenes stuff. That's all fun. Lastly, if you're listening to this on iTunes, go ahead and give us a five-star rating because we need them. We need more people to find this show. Just being honest. Get more people listening. If you, Hey, if you have a friend who hasn't heard of a podcast or looking for podcasts to listen to, Give them our podcast. Be like, hey, this is Yes And I Am. Go listen to them. All right. Well, thank you all for listening again, and we will see you all next time.